The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, July 2nd edition, 15 game slate on tap for you tonight. It's going to be a wild one. Uh, we have 12 of the 15 totals, or 9 or above. We have some very, very good pitchers on the slate, but obviously some not-so-good pitchers. We have some weather that could be interesting, really warm, but chances of you know 15 20% chances of rain that increase throughout the night. It's going to be an interesting 15-game slate on tap, but hopefully everybody had a good Monday. It was a wild one. The chats were erupting on the goods and the bads, and Josh Bell is a monster. Absolute monster. He was in the GP. He was a GPP play at the Quant Edge yesterday. If you want to join the Quant Edge, come join us. You spell promo code Bubba. gets you $10 off the rest of the MLB season package, or you can try the All Sports for $19.99 or a five-day trial for $5. Use promo code Bubba at thequantedge.com. Get you everything you need, including the member Discord chat. All right, your totals on this 15-game banger. Cubs-Pirates, 9. Marlins-Nats, 9. Red Sox-Blue Jays, 9.5. Orioles-Rays, 8.5. Brewers-Reds, 10.5. Yankees-Mets, 8.5. Phillies-Braves, 10.5. Angels-Rangers, 11. Tigers-White Sox, 9. Astros-Rockies, 13. Indians-Royals, 9. Twins-A's, 9.5. D-backs, Dodgers, 9. Giants, Padres, 8.5. Cardinals, Mariners, 9. Whew. We have three of, that are 10.5 or higher. This is baseball, baby. Baseball in 2019. What a time to be alive. It's going to be a fun one indeed. Let's get into the pitching. Like I said, we have some big, big pitchers on the mound. You have six guys over 10K. You have 10. A third of the pitchers over $9,000. So it's a top-heavy deal, and then we find some punts down below. And it's going to be interesting. I'll say it right now. There's a handful of these high-priced guys at all. You can make an argument for all of them. You're going to want to check ownership. You're going to want to use what works best to get your bats. Uh, there's, they're all really, really good plays for different reasons. Trevor Bauer, 11-6 at the Kansas City Royals. Bauer's been very, very up and down this year, but he has faced them once, 6-2, and two thirds, three hits, one earned 12 Ks for 37.4 points. That was the last time he was out there. Part of that at 2.4, and then a 42.9, a 20.7. He's been very, very up and down this year. 
But the thing with Trevor Bauer, maybe not as a cash game play at 11-6, the ceiling we know is humongous with Trevor Bauer. The Royals strike out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Bauer, 27% K rate. And he's going to be... Um, He's going to be. He's going to have a little extra motivation tonight. Let's just put it that way. I'm not going to get into the whole story with what took place in the recent days and use that as complete leverage for anything. But uh, he was a very good close friend of Tyler Skaggs, so he'll have some motivation to really get things done uh, tonight. Uh, Kansas City a team total just below four. Lefties three seventy four. Righties two seventy one. So we'll um, see how that plays out there with uh, Bauer, the most expensive guy in the slate but may have one of the higher ceilings on the slate, if that makes sense to the listeners out there. Uh, Patrick Corbin, 11,100 at home against the Miami Marlins. This is one of those games, you know, 15% chances of rain that increase throughout the night, but super, super hot. And he's faced the, the Marlins twice this year, only giving up one run in 16 innings pitched, 14 Ks, averaging almost 35 points per game. He put up a 33.4 his last time out against them, and then a 30 against Philadelphia. So when you're going all the way to the top, it's it's Bauer for the the, the major upside. <clears throat> it's um, it's Corbin for the safer floor. Minus 190 home favorite, 24% strikeout rate for the Marlins versus left-handed pitching. Corbin, 27% K rate of his own and a 46% ground ball rate. He's had some rough outings at times, but uh, all in all, he's pitched very, very well. The Marlins, a 3.77 team total. Um, a 307 Woba and a 136 ISO versus lefties is very, very good for Patrick Corbin. Just watch the weather there. If the weather's good, it is going to be warm, though. It's going to be very, very warm there in the Northeast. Um, so the ball will have a little more oomph to it. But at the same time, really, really good spot there for Patrick Corbin. Chucky Morton, 10-6 at home against the Baltimore Orioles is a great, great spot. Chucky's averaging over 22 points per game at home and road. Doesn't really matter. Really, really good cash game play here. Really good cash game play with some upside um, against the Baltimore team. You know you can target with lefties and righties. They strike out almost 24% of the time. First right-handed pitching, and at this moment, Charlie Morton, minus 320, home favorite. That is Clayton Kershaw-esque. That is big boy stuff. Charlie Morton puts his pants on one leg at a time, just like everybody else, but damn, that is big boy stuff. Minus 320. Uh, He's got a 30% K rate of his own and a 52% ground ball rate against Baltimore at 10-6. This is the play I'm going to. If I'm not, you know, going Bauer or Corbin, because, you know, Corbin, there are weather concerns, and then it is hot, the ball, you know, might have a couple extra home runs in there. Cooper might run into one. Brian Anderson, you never know. Uh, you got Bauer, who can be very, very herky-jerky at times. Both really good plays. But when you can drop down 10-6 to Chucky, Chucky Morton against um, Baltimore, this is big boy stuff. Baltimore's got 2.5 team total. By far the lowest on the slate. By far the lowest. Lefty's hitting 293, righty's 251. They have a 307 well, but a 172 ISO first right-handed pitching. So Chucky at 10-6, I really, really like it. Like I feel I feel confident of getting close to 20-plus points with some upside, and that's saying a lot in this era of baseball. So Chucky at 10-6, big fan, big fan on this slate. Uh, Mike Miner, 10-5 tonight against the uh, Anaheim Angels. I really like Miner going to the last night's game, more so because it was a five-game slate and he was the best guy there. But he's also pitched great against Anaheim. I talked about it yesterday. He's coming in in great form. Uh, no one's going to own him. The weather is very, very warm there. Uh, the wind's blowing in from right field at 13 miles an hour. That kind of you know disrupts itself there. It doesn't really matter. It's a great spot for Miner. And if you want a super low on play up top here, that's the way you're going to go. Uh, Matthew Boyd, 10-1 at the Chicago White Sox. Boyd has faced the White Sox once this year. Six innings, two earned, nine Ks. Very up and down of late. Boyd was a monster for a while there. But then 26, 10, 10, 20, 20, 29, 23, 18. So he had a couple hiccups there. But all in all, pitching great and facing the White Sox could help with that. 
Uh, there is about 20% chances of rain in Chicago tonight, so keep an eye on that one. But you're facing a White Sox team that strikes out 26% of the time versus lefties. Boy, a 31% strikeout rate. On the recent bench with Bubba recorded last night with Dan McNamara, episode 184. Boyd was one of the draft day fantasy value all-stars that we did last night. Really fun conversation there with McNamara. Uh, good stuff. Go give it a listen. But Matt Boyd at 10-1 in a great spot here versus, uh, versus the White Sox, who have a team total of 4.35. Lefties 287, righties 293. And they have a 320 Woga, which is okay. But a 143 ISO tells you Detroit doesn't do anything. Even if they hit the lefty, not much comes of it. So Boyd at 10-1. Very much worth a look. And we're going to put the 9K guys in here as well because i got one guy I'm looking at. I respect Odorizzi. I respect the A's as well. Uh, Odorizzi could be a nice GPP play, but I'm not quite going there. Not going Zach Wheeler against the Yankees. Just can't do it. But David Price at 9300 bucks at the Toronto Blue Jays has my attention. He's faced Toronto once this year. Five innings. Uh, three hits. No earned. Four Ks for 21.5. Coming off a 26.7 performance against the White Sox. Price has had some bad starts. He's also had some very, very good starts. And you face a Blue Jays team that strikes out almost 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching. And that's what has my attention at uh, 9300 bucks. If you get those strikeouts rocking and rolling, you can really rack up the points. 44% ground ball rate of his own to go with his 28% K rate. And you got a Blue Jays team with a 4.36 team total. Same as the White Sox. Uh, lefty's 252. Righty's only 297 versus David Price. 311 Woba. 181 ISO. ISO's okay. Woba basically average. So David Price at 93 could sneak in there as a nice lower-priced upside arm up above. So all right, six pitchers. I told you there's a lot of them. You can make arguments for them all. This comes down to what your preferences are for your lineup builds. This is what my preferences are at this point in time at 5.15 a.m. Pacific time. This is why joining the, the member Discord at the Quant Edge or the Fantasy Sports Legion Slack chat is great because as lineups come out, as ownerships come out, Things can change, but for now, this is where I'm at. Charlie Morton, uh, Patrick Corbin, Trevor Bauer. So your top three guys are the top three options. Then it drops down to Boyd, Price, Miner. Now what I will say is if you don't want to pay up a ton because you want to get some of these bats because there's so many of them, you go Morton, you go Boyd, actually you go Morton, you go Price, you go Boyd, then you go up to Corbin, Bauer, and Miner. So if you want to save some money, you go there. But the bottom line is, and if it bombs, it bombs. And I'm, if it's chalky, I'm not going to play it. But if it bombs, it bombs. Charlie Morton's the guy up here. That's the one you want. Is At least that's the one I want, is Charlie Morton. And then you can build around that with all really good arguments being made for all of them. All right, the middle tier pitching is very, very bleh. Like you got Kyle Hendricks returning from the IL. I'll, uh, I'll wait and see there. Uh, James Paxton's been a disaster. I, like, I think the Mets are kind of sneaky tonight. Uh, Herman Marquez and Coors against the Astros. No, thank you. Tanner Work, though, at 85, at home against Milwaukee, where no one owns him. You have my attention. He faced Milwaukee twice this year, four earned and 10 and a third with 13 Ks, 18.1 points on average. He's been getting strikeouts, folks. This is recent starts 18 4, 25 9, 17. It's at the Angels, at the Brew Crew, home against Texas. So not just complete pushovers. Had a struggle at Philly, but then 13 3, 28 5, 18 3. 12, 20, 25. So there is a little bit of a floor there that's not ideal, but you're not playing him in a cash game anyways in a great American small park in a very, very good hitting environment. It's going to be very, very hot in Cincinnati, or at least with the humidity and how it feels. The ball's going to be flying at a great American small park tonight. So it's a very risky play with Tanner Rourke. But you got a Milwaukee team that strikes out 24% of the time. Rourke, 23.5% K rate, 36% ground ball rate. 
And you got a brew, to, brew crew team. Lefties hit 396 off Rourke. Righties only 261. They have a lot of lefties. Now, if this is why, if for some reason, lineups come out and, you know, they only have like four lefties instead of like the five, six that they can put out there. Well, it gets your attention a little bit. There's ways you can work around this because Milwaukee's a terrifying team. You saw how um, last night Molle actually pitched really well against them for a little while. And then it uh, kind of erupted when they laid on Molle and then into the bullpen. So Tanner Rourke at 85, very interesting GPP play if you want to save some cash. The other guy here is Zach Gallon. Again, watch the weather in Washington. It should be okay, but it's very, very hot. Gallon's made two starts. One at St. Louis, 17.1. One at, against uh, Washington, 17. Over 90 pitches in both starts. He's got five innings in both starts. He has six or more Ks in both starts. He's looked really good, like the guy we hoped he'd be. Now, again, I wanted, I mentioned the pitch counts, and I mentioned the innings, because they're going to limit him to around 90 to 100 pitches, give or take, because he went 99 the first time, 91 the second. He's not going to go crazy deep. You're hoping for five or six innings. That's all you're getting out of him, for the most part, unless he's super efficient, which also means likely, not always, but likely not a ton of strikeouts. But at $7,900 against the Nats, he strike out 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. He's in play. Uh, so far in a small sample, I told you Gallon's a big strikeout guy. Problem is, a lot of fly balls and a decent amount of hard contact. Pitching in St. Louis when the weather wasn't super hot helped. Pitching in Miami helped. He's going to be in very hitter-friendly Washington tonight where it's going to be very, very hot, humid, and warm. So keep that in mind with uh, with Allen or yeah, Gallon when you're here. So like I was saying, the middle tier is interesting. You have a couple options in Rourke and Gallon. I got Gallon 1, Rourke 2. But it's almost like you want to go up top or you're going to want to come down below here where I'm about to, to break it down for you as it's very, very different. Uh, we dropped below 7K. Matt Strom, $6,900. Uh, the Giants, that punt came through. Didn't have a lot of Pirates action last night, but the Giants punt came through in a big, big way because Zach Allen was a big pitch-to-contact guy. When you look at uh, Matt Strom, a lot of uh, contact of late, too. 24.5 at Baltimore, but you know he gave it four, uh, four earned in that game. He gave it you know, two home runs. He gave Basically, his last few starts, two home runs, two home runs, two home runs, two home runs, two, two, two. Six straight starts with two or more home runs. Thing is, he's sixty-nine hundred bucks. He's facing the Giants, a team you can pick on. So there's the you can stack the Giants again and get weird, or you can try Matt Strom, who's faced the Giants team, which strikes out twenty-two percent of the time versus lefties. Uh, Strom twenty-two and a half percent K rate. Problem is that that ground ball rate's so low and the hard contact so high. And that's what gets it going for you. But at the same time, Giants fourth lowest total at three point eight. Uh, lefties hitting three thirty-eight, righties three thirty-two with the Giants at two eighty-five WOBA and a one thirty-six ISO. First left-handed pitching. So Strom is in play at 69. You can't ignore him at completely. But just beware. I doubt the Giants put up 13 back-to-back nights. Just trust me. Uh, my life has not been that good with the Giants. But uh, Strom's in play at 69. You can't completely walk past him. Tyler Beattie at 62 is very interesting as well to me. Uh, very up and down this series. Face San Diego once, four and two-thirds, five hits, four earns, seven Ks for 12.3. Not 12.3 is not horrible. His last couple starts, 10 points, two points, both against Arizona. But he shoved at the Dodgers. He pitched the San Diego game okay at the Mets. Good against Miami. He has that one blow of later, like the third time through the lineup. That's what's been killing him lately. When he gets past that, like he did against the Dodgers, he was electric. Uh, for 6200 bucks, he's in play. Against the Padres, he that strikes out over 26% of the time. First right-handed pitching. BD, 21% K rate. And a 45.5% ground ball rate. Between the third time through the lineup and a 15.5% walk rate. That has been BD's bugaboo. And if he could just get through that, that'll be tremendous. Because you got a San Diego team with a 4.7 team total. Lefties 387, righties 314 off BD. So BD at 6,200 bucks in play tonight, but not a not like with a bullet, but in play as a punt. 
Wade LeBlanc has my attention at $5,800 at home against the St. Louis Cardinals. They've been using the opener with LeBlanc, and he's been very, very good. 20 points at Milwaukee, 29 against Baltimore. He struggled against Oakland, 25 against the Angels, 17 against the Astros. The dude's been getting it done since they got this opener in here. Six or more Ks in three of his last four starts. He's at home against the Cardinals. No Marcelo Zuna lefty masher in the lineup. They'll still have some nice options to uh, pick and choose from. But there's something to like here about Wade LeBlanc. I'm a big fan of this situation. They don't have it there. Against the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals have a 4.17 total. Lefty's 341, righty's 358 versus LeBlanc. A lot of that's early season numbers. He's been a different guy. When you look at the Cardinals, a 316 Woba, that's okay. And a 169 so nothing crazy versus left-handed pitching, which is very, very nice to see in this situation. So I'm a big fan of LeBlanc at this price point. I think it's a value that you can take advantage of, and I'd roll with it at 5,800. Lastly, if weather stays good, again, I said 20% chances of rain in Chicago. I rolled with him last time he faced Detroit. I'll ride or die with him again tonight. Ronaldo. Lopez, 56 hundo at home against the Detroit Tigers. He's faced them twice this year. 12 innings, two earned, 22 strikeouts in those 12 innings. He's averaging almost 32 points per game against the Tigers. He's been an electric factory. We know he can be a disaster also, but at 5,600 bucks, he has the potential to be a game changer. Uh, He's a mess. He's a mess. I'll say it over and over again, but when you face a Tigers team with a 25.5% K rate, a 20% K rate of your own, if you can just keep the ball down and in the ballpark, there's a lot you can love. That's a big if at times. It's a big if at times with Ronaldo Lopez. But a 4.6 total for the Tigers, lefty 377, righty 349. And you got the Tigers with a 294 Woba and a 148 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So a lot to like there with Mr. Ronaldo Lopez. So down below, I got Lopez 1. Uh, Strom 2, LeBlanc 3. Actually, I'm going to mix that up right now. I got Lopez 1, LeBlanc 2, Strom 3, BD 4. So very, very interesting pitching night here. I know it took a while to go through all the pitching, but it's a deep, deep slate with a lot of options. So recapping up top, we got Charlie Morton 1, Corbin 2, Bauer 3, Boyd 4, Price 5, Miner 6. But remember, if you want to save cash, you mix it up. In the middle, you got Gallon 1, Rourke 2, and then down below, Ronaldo Lopez 1, LeBlanc 2, Strom 3, Tyler Beatty 4. So lots and lots to like there. Let's get into the bats on this 15-gamer and rock and roll. You got guys like Wilson Contreras at 48, but Yasmani Grandal versus Tanner Work at 46. Very good play in that ballpark tonight. Uh, the Astros are starting their uh, their youngster, Jose Urquidy. Urquidy? Urquidy. That's what it was. I heard it from James Anderson. Urquidy. Big, big-time strikeout guy in the minors. But your first starting tours field is terrifying. So that should be interesting. Yeah, Omar Narvaez, lefties versus uh, Jack Flaherty is very, very much in play. So is James McCann, a right-handed bat versus Matt Boyd at 41. But I'm still going Grandall all the way up here if I'm paying up at catcher. Otherwise, you can save some cash. And you slide on down to the likes of maybe a Carson Kelly at 38. You could look there. But instead of Carson Kelly, you just say, screw that. I'm going 3,700. Wilson Ramos at home against James Paxton is something I can definitely get behind. You got a Mets team. Lefty's three thirty-five, righty's three eleven off Paxton. I don't mind that at all. With with Wilson Ramos at thirty-seven hundred, some other cheap options. Will Smith of the Dodgers at thirty-seven, very much in play versus Clark. 
Um, you know, Roberto Perez versus Jacob Junis, 36. You got some decent options here in the 3K range. Jonathan Lucroy at 34 versus Mike Miner. If you choose to go there, you can as well. Uh, otherwise, Francisco Mejia at 32, big fan of that. Buster Posey at 32, big fan of that. He has 2,800 bucks yesterday. Got you 14 points. He's gone 14, 15, 0, and 17 the last three. He's not going to go deep a lot, but if you can put some multi-hit games in there, he's still hitting in the middle of the order. There's there's a lot to like there with Posey at 32, especially versus Matt Strom. So Mejia and Posey are two guys in this mid third, like low 3K range. I like quite a bit if you want to save some cash but not completely punt the position. Uh, Jorge Alfaro at 31 versus Corbin at GPP. I don't hate that either. If you're going to fade Corbin and put a little Marlin stack together, Alfaro's there and not too expensive. And then other than that, you just go on the punt train as usual. Uh, you got your Danny Jansen versus David Price at 25, like we like to do. Uh, a few others down here. You got Jeff Mathis at only 2K versus Canning. Uh, you have Martin Maldonado. You'll have our usual suspects down below if you choose. First base, you, Freddie Freeman at home versus Nola is very intriguing in the GPP at 52. You got Muncie, you got Pete Alonso, all really good plays. I like Freeman the most up top, but all really solid looks. Uh, you got Eric Thames, who put up a goose egg ladder, one for four last night, but the dude's been really going good. 7, 14, 24, 9, 12 over his last five, putting together a nice little stretch here. So Thames at 48 versus Rourke could be very intriguing. So can Carlos Santana versus Jacob Junis. Josh Bell coming off a three-homer night. Hendricks coming off the IL. Keep that in mind. Uh, you got Rizzo versus Musgrove. Lefties can really get to Musgrove. But uh, obviously all these guys are in play. Uh, it's Freeman, uh, Thames, and a GPP. But you can make arguments for all these guys based on how you're stacking it up. Or you just save cash. You go $4,600 Daniel Murphy versus Urquity. That's a very good look as well. Some other options here is, again, there's going to be a ton of options in these matchups because there's so many runs on the board tonight. So many. Like Reese Hoskins versus Dallas Keuchel. I am not a fan of Dallas Keuchel. He's a very soft tosser, very much pitched to contact. Um, his first start in Atlanta could be interesting. Philadelphia has a 5.25 team total. Lefties 291, righties 464 in the early going off Keuchel. So a guy like Reese Hoskins at 44, I think is a great value play. Uh, he's hitting righties with a ton of power this year. In years past, it was lefties, not righties. I mean, it was righties, not lefties. He was hitting a lot, a lot of power this year. He's hitting lefties with a lot of power. So Reese at 44 versus Keuchel is very, very much in play for me tonight at 44. Again, Vogelbach at 40, uh, 44 versus Flaherty is a good GPP look. Uh, Joey Votto versus Chase Anderson at 41 has some serious value. Matt Adams at 41 versus Gallon value as well. Mentioned the hitting environment in Washington tonight. So it's one of those nights there's going to be so many options where you don't have to pay up to the top. When there's, when there's 12 of the 15 totals over 9, you're going to find value all over the board. Like, I'm not 100% saying it's a home run derby night, but it feels like a home run derby night or at least small two- to three-man stack nights because there are so many options on this slate. Like, when you can go Matt Adams or Joey Votto at 41, who, you know, they're not they're not Freddie Freeman, but they're also $1,100 cheaper than Freddie Freeman, and they're in great matchups so you can make some magic happen. You got Jose Abreu who matches lefties in a GPP at 4K versus Matt Boyd. Like, I respect the hell out of Matt Boyd, but Boyd's giving up a lot of fly balls. He's giving up a lot of hard contact. The ball will fly out of Chicago uh, if you want to get weird with a guy like Abreu who crushes left-handed pitching, you know, righties are hitting 293 off of Matt Boyd. There's nothing to, you know, turn your head up, turn your head at. So 4K for a guy like Abreu isn't bad at all. Uh, coming in, averaging 7.5 over his last 10, 11, 4, 8, 30 in his last 4, a 0 and a 14. So putting together a nice little run here and mashes lefties. Lots of options on this slate. Garrett Cooper versus Corbin at 4K. Uh, if you want to get real weird, I feel like I'm, if I'm going to pay 4K and punt, I go Abreu over Cooper. Play. You never know. 
When you get below 4K, though, it's not as sexy, but a guy like G-Man Choi's in play at 36 as a punt um, if you need to go there. Like a Justin Smoke for Price at 36, switch hit, and you can go there. A Matt Beattie at 35 versus Clark or a few other punt options for you as well. Second base, DJ the Mayu versus Wheeler is not bad at all, but Muncie, I like that quite a bit. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. at 49 and a GPP I like a lot too. But Moustakas at 47 versus Tanner Rourke, I'm in play with you there. Only five points yesterday for Moose. Uh, don't look for too many like back-to-back downers for him. So 47, good look for you there. You go down to a guy like uh, Glaber Torres in a GPP, but Kevin Newman at 44, good look versus Hendricks. Um, Whit Merrifield versus Bauer, I don't even hate at 42 because that gives you some value. But your play, it's pretty simple. I keep saying it over and over again. He got you 13 points on um, on Sunday. He's $4,200 in Coors Field versus Herman Marquez. His name's Jose Altuve. Show the goddamn little man some respect. So Jose Altuve at $4,200 in Coors is a great play. Should be very popular. Uh, Kesson Hero went deep yesterday. He's 39 Don't hate that at all. Scooter Jeanette, though, mentioned him yesterday. $3,900. Gave you a, a one for four. The single, the blow-up will come. It will come. He's hit safely in two or three games. It's coming. Enjoy the value while you can. $3,900. Very good look for you there. Uh, then you got guys like Jake uh, Kipnis, Jason Kipnis, only thirty six hundred. That's a sweet, sweet value there in that matchup. Um, Franklin Bredo's back for Oakland. He's thirty four hundred. Not saying you have to play him, but if you're looking to punt, he's in play for you as well. There'll be a few others as lineups come out on slates like guys like Peraza's thirty two hundred. Uh, you'll find some other options. Brian Dozier's thirty two hundred. Um, there's definitely some value here at second base if you so choose. Third base, you got Arenado and Coors at 54 versus Urquidy. I think that's a really, really good play. I like this. Urquidy kid, it, he's outstanding. He's been having a great minors. But starting in Coors, man, it's one or two ways. He's either going to strike them all out because they've never seen them before, or boom goes to dynamite. And then you just pick your poison. And more often than not, boom goes to dynamite wins in Colorado. Mentioned LeMahieu already. Uh, Anthony Rendon's always worth the look. But Machado at 52, very good look. I'd try to find $200 to Arenado. Unless you want Bregman and Coors at 5000 Big fan of that as well. Uh, you got Rafael Devers, who we love at 49 We love him every day because he just hits the ball so damn hard and no one plays him. Moustakis at 47 like that quite a bit. Scott Kingery versus Dallas Keuchel. In for that one. In for that one in a big, big way. Uh, like some Phillies tonight in that game. Uh, you got Chapman was okay. Uh, Yohan Moncada is very intriguing. Uh, switch hitting there versus Boyd as an option as well. But Eugenio Suarez, 42, wrote about him yesterday at the Quant Edge. Double dong, 35 points. He loves lefties more than righties, but he's hitting them both right now. And when that ballpark's alive and you're facing kind of mediocre pitching like Chase Anderson, Eugenio at 42 is very, very sexy. Uh, you can definitely have some fun with that one. So I don't mind that value at all. This is why I'm saying he play home run derby because there's a lot of guys in like the 38 to $4,300 range that all have humongous, humongous upside. So lots to like there. Uh, a few other ones to take a look at. You got guys like uh, uh, Todd Frazier versus Paxton in the GPP at 4K. Frazier's been swinging a super hot stick. Jose Ramirez kind of getting it going. He's averaging nine points over his last 10. 2 4 3 in his last uh, three, but then 18 15 10 10 over his four prior to that. He's 3800 bucks versus Jacob Junis. The Indians are cheap tonight. That might make them chalky. Maybe not, but they have a team total above five. Lefty's 356, righty's 351 versus Jacob Junis. So we mentioned a $3,600 Kipnis. We mentioned a $3,800 Jose Ramirez. There is some things to like here with the Tribe yet again tonight. Uh, Kyle Seager is a discount of 37. Find your way to uh, 
Jose Ramirez if you can, unless you're stacking Seattle, which is very contrarian versus Flaherty, and I don't hate it. Uh, and then Colin Moran at 34, always a piece of my heart versus a righty for value. Shortstop, Fernando Tatis Jr., Manny Machado, both good options versus Beattie. Like Javi Baez went deep yesterday, good contrarian play because you want lefties versus Musgrove unless your name's Javi Baez who hits everybody. But then again, Bregman's 5K in Coors. He's not even the highest priced third baseman or shortstop. And it's such a great matchup versus Marquez. I, I am a favorite of targeting Marquez. Most people aren't. You're going to get a very, you're going to get a lower owned Houston than they should be tonight. Let's just put it that way because people respect the hell out of Herman Marquez still to this day, and I don't get it. Uh, when you keep going down the list, they're like Bogarts will go low on, but Lindor at only 46 versus Junis. The Indians are cheap. This is a thing we are noticing on this first look podcast, so keep an eye on that one. Uh, J.P. Crawford swinging a hot stick at 46. I'd probably rather have Kipnis, or I mean uh, Lindor than Crawford, but uh, both good plays there. Or go to Jorge Polanco at only 4300 bucks versus Daniel Mengden. That's a great spot. Minnesota has a 4.85 team total lefties, 357 off of Daniel Mignan this season. Polanco at 43, very good play. Same with Gene Segura at 42. So the Phillies are cheap as well tonight. These are things we are picking up on as we go through this first look. Where can we find our value? Where can we find our upside? Right now, Indians and Phillies are kind of leading the way at this first look. Uh, Willie Adamas at only 37 is a nice value in that matchup. So is Paul DeYoung at 39. But I like Willie Adamas who continue, uh, extended his history, I believe, to... Seven games last night, went one for four. That's four. Yeah, seven game hit streak for Adamus. And he's got uh, 11 or more points in uh, four of those seven, seven or more in five of those seven. So good upside at $3,700 for Willie Adamus. And his matchup, Didi Gregorius and only 36 versus Zach Wheeler. I like that quite a bit of some value as well. When you look at the Yankees, 4.5 team total. Lefty's hitting 300, righty's 305 versus Zach Wheeler. Uh, DD had a good weekend in London, but really, who didn't have a good weekend in London when you're hitting the pitchers did not have a good weekend in London. That's what happened there. So DD at 36, very, very much in play for you there. Other than that, you're looking at punts, and there will be some throughout the throughout the day. Uh, one of the best ones would be um, Miguel Rojas, super, super cheap versus uh, Patrick Corbin. I'm still sliding to get to his name. There he is, 3100 bucks, swinging a very, very good stick of late, averaging nine points over his last ten. 7, 8, 5, 31, 2, 10, 10 at 3100 bucks, Pretty good to value, especially if he's leading off uh, against Patrick Corbin. Heading to the outfield. There's going to be so many options here, folks. This is really who you stack in. Go from there. You've got your captain, obviously. Of course, Blackman is a phenomenal play. Of course, Christian Yellick, who went deep yesterday, is a great play. Bellinger, Trout, Gallo, Springer, Dahl, Otani. I don't have to read. Like, these are just common sense. Acuna is a GPP play versus Nola. Jordan Alvarez probably wouldn't be playing because there's no DH, so keep that in mind. Like the top 5K and above guys, if you need help with that, I, I message me, I guess, because these are you want to play Charlie Blackman if you can pay 5900 He's in a great spot versus Urquidy, like a smash spot. Uh, Mike Trout at 56, Joey Gallo, Springer at only 54. There's a lot to love there. But when you drop below 5K, you can make a little more decisions. Uh, Senzel and Puig versus Chase Anderson, very... Very much in play at 4,900 each. People might not pay those price tags there thinking, well, let's get higher and get some of those other guys. Uh, lefty's hitting 277, righty's 378 off Chase Anderson. So keep that in mind when you get to Senzel and Puig in their matchups. Ian Desmond, not bad at 49. It's sliding on down, though. It gets a little more fun. J- uh, Jason Hayward's up to 4,800 bucks, but he's been streaking the late average almost 14 points over his last 10. 7, 22, 16, 16, 21 over his last five. 
hitting it really, really well. Uh, when you look at the Cubby Bears, they have a 4.65 team total. Lefty's 313, righty's 307. But when Musgrove gives up the big the big shots, it's the left-handed bats. So Hayward at 48, very contrarian at that price point. I got Crush Bryant, Cattell Marte, not bad. But then you go down, you got Juan Soto at only 47. You got Mookie Betts at only 47. Two things to take a look at there. J.D. Martinez at 46. Kingery at 46. Both good looks as well. You get Michael Brantley and Coors Field at only 45. That seems like a serious value in that matchup uh, if you so choose to go that direction. Uh, GPP play with Jock Jams versus Taylor Clark at 4,500 is worth a look. Dodgers a 5.5 team total. Lefties are hitting almost 400 versus Taylor Clark this year. Jock Jams has a great chance of finding the bleachers there in right field. Great chance to land at 4,500. Oscar Mercado at 44. Good look for the Indians to get on and steal some bags. Max Kepler at 44 in play free as well. Alex Verdugo. We just mentioned lefties hitting about 400. Verdugo's been coming in swinging a good stick. Uh, averaging 13 points over his last 10. 13, 25, 19. Nice Coors Field weekend to get you going. But then a 2 and a 12 prior to that. So it wasn't just Coors, but Coors does help. Gets to go home and face Taylor Clark, which will help as well. So 4,400 for Verdugo. Very, very nice. Fran Ray is in a GPP, of course. Uh, Jake Marisnik is valued in Coors at 43. Uh, Tommy Pham's only 42. Brian Reynolds is only 42 versus Hendricks is nice. If somehow Josh Reddick and Derek Fisher, Josh Reddick at 42 is very good against Marquez and Coors. Uh, there's a lot of ways to go here. Nick Castellanos versus Ronaldo Lopez. Nick Marcakis at 41. Both good looks. Somehow Kyle Schwarber's still cheap at 4,100 versus Musgrove. You can look at that one. Willie Calhoun at 41 versus Canning. In a good hitting environment. Uh, Jesse Winker led off last night. He hit a home run at 4K tonight. Still a very good look as well. Nice upside in that matchup. So go check that out at forty or at 4K. Nice value there. Uh, David Peralta is only 4K versus Stripling. I like that quite a bit if you need some savings. Kevin PR went deep yesterday. He's 4K versus Strom. Uh, as we get below the 4K, Aaron Hicks is only 39 versus Zach Wheeler. That is some very nice value. So is uh, C-Dick at uh, 39 versus Hendricks. But that... Uh, and Aaron Hicks at 39, I like quite a bit. Really good look for you there. Um, a few, like you, there's a lot of choices down here. My goodness. Nico Goodrum's 38. Ben Gamble's 38. He had a good night last night for the Brew Crew. If you're looking for value, um, Adam Jones is only 3,800 as well. Just kind of depends on where you need to go. But Tyler O'Neill will get Wade LeBlanc at 37. Jackie Bradley Jr. has been red hot, averaging 10.4 over his last 10. 8, 25, and 10, 0, 25, 14, 10. He's 3,600 versus Thornton tonight. That's a serious value. Eloy Jimenez, a GPP value at 36 versus Boyd. So definitely looks down here. Uh, hit me up in the chats with any questions you have as we get more lineups and more ways to differentiate. All right, recapping your pitching on this massive slate. Morton, Corbin, Bauer, Boyd, Price, Miner up top. In the middle, Gallon and Rourke. Down below, Ronaldo Lopez, Wade LeBlanc, Strom, and Beattie. Again, you can play home run derby tonight. You can play two to three man stacks or just go all in and make a handful of lineups. All the way up to you. But Colorado versus Irkwoody is a great play, obviously. So is Houston versus Marquez. Both totals are well above six. Well above six. You got Tampa Bay well above, or they're at six right now against Baltimore. And people will sleep on Tampa tonight. Then you slide on down. The Dodgers are in a smash spot against Taylor Clark. Really, really good spot there. Sensi is sneaky nice for Stace Anderson. Philadelphia versus Dallas Keuchel, sneaky nice. Both affordable. Cincinnati and Philadelphia, very affordable. I think Washington versus Zach Gallon could be interesting. I like Gallon quite a bit, but they just saw him. Very hitter-friendly environment tonight in Washington. That could come interesting. 
Milwaukee versus Tanner Rourke will be nice. Cleveland versus Jacob Junis has a total above five, and they are super cheap. So many ways to go. I can make an argument for almost every team. Because, again, 12 of 15 totals are above nine. So it's kind of a pick-your-poison night. If I had to pick just a couple, you have Coors, obviously, uh, both in play. Give me Houston, though, to be different. I like that. I think the Dodgers are very, very good versus Taylor Clark. Very, very good. Uh, Cincinnati-Milwaukee, I like the hammer in that game. Cincinnati a little more than Milwaukee, but both in play. I like Philadelphia, and I like Cleveland. Those would be where I'm at right now. I know that's a lot, but uh, it's more of a let's play some Homer Derby, I think, tonight. That's really, really where I'm leaning here. I know people don't like that, but that's kind of where I'm leaning. All right, let's do some BVP and wrap this bad boy up. This has been a long pod, but there's been a lot of info to go with on a 15-game slate. Um, Miguel Rojas, 3 for 11, so he's got a little success there at 3,100. Corey Dickerson, 4 for 14 with a triple off Kyle Hendricks. Frazier's taking it. Frazier had a big game last night, so he'll be a little more popular today, but still very good. Um, do, 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 not much in the BVP world tonight. This is interesting. Uh, Brett Gardner, 4 for 6. Luke Voigt, 3 for 6. Nothing crazy, though. Jose Peraza, 4 for 12 with a double, triple, and a homer off Chase Anderson. Uh, Senzel, Irvin, Peraza, Dietrich, Suarez, Puig have all homered off of Chase Anderson. That's pretty good. Christian Yellick, 12 for 45 with a double and, or, and a homer off Rourke. Grandal, Aguilar have all homered off of Rourke. Freddie Freeman, 7 for 23. Double, triple homer off of Pavetta, but I think Nola's pitching tonight, so keep that in mind. If it's Pavetta, though, the, the Braves like him. Uh, Gene Segura, 9 for 31, a double and two homers off of Dallas Keuchel. Like that quite a bit to his price point. Uh, Jonathan Lucroy, 5 for 16, two doubles and a home route minor. Cole Calhoun, Mike Trout taking minor deep. Jose Abreu, oh, didn't even know this beforehand. Told you I love this price point, his matchup, 4K. He's 12 for 24 with a double and two homers off of Matt Boyd. That doesn't suck. Nick Castellanos, 10 for 27, six doubles off of Ronaldo Lopez. That's intriguing as well. Um, as you go down farther, Duda and Gordon taking Bauer deep, but nothing crazy. Lindor, he's only 4,600. Now he's 10 for 19 with three doubles and three homers off Jacob Junis. That's a bit nuts, bit nuts. Bowers, Naquin have taken him deep as well. Carlos Santana's 5 for 10 with a double. They're hitting 357 as a team with a 437 Woban, a 262 ice off Jacob Junis, and they're all cheap. All of them. Bobby Bradley's cheap. Like, I didn't even mention Bobby Bradley. That's how deep it is. Uh, Crush Davis has two homers off Odorizzi. Marcus Simeon, one. Marwin Gonzalez, 4 for 13 with a double off Daniel Mengden. So many options tonight, folks. Nick Ahmed, 5 for 10 with a double and a home off Stripling. David Peralta was cheap. He's 8 for 20 with five doubles off of Stripling. And that'll do it for your BVP, and that'll do it for Quick Hits. I know it's a long edition. I apologize. That's actually not even 40 minutes yet. Pretty happy about that. Um, 15 game slates take a while, and it's a lot of action there. So follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick with any of your questions. Join us in the Fantasy Sports DJ and Slack chat. It's free, it's doing all the sports, all the people, all the time. So come join us over there or come to thequantedge.com where they're ramping up hard for football. We've got baseball rocking and rolling. Use promo code Bubba to get what you need over there. Lots going on. Bench with Bubba episode 184 with Dan McNamara of Pitcher List dropped last night. Really, really fun stuff there. Um, always pressing PGA DFS podcast, previewing the 3M Open this week with myself and Jesse dropped as well. Plus much, much more coming throughout the week. So join us over there at fantasysportsdgens.com. And give a rating and review on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. But until next time, this was MLB DFS Quickets, your Tuesday, July 2nd edition. I'm out.